This call may be recorded or transcribed. Committed to 
press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared Committed to press on 
reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Salasita, who's on the line. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. God bless you. Thank you. You're so welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Thank brother, you for- brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday, and I'm just getting back from Vegas, and I had a wonderful 60th birthday, and I went to uh, Family Life Life Church down there in Vegas, but my other church that I go to, Lighthouse, is we all connected there, so it was a great service about faith. So I'm grateful, and thank you so much, and have a lovely day. God bless. God bless you, and happy Wednesday. Glad you had a wonderful time. Yeah, you got back. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Good to hear your sound. You're welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita, who's on the line. Good morning. This is Nezzy. Good morning, Nezzy. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who else has joined us?
Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good good morning, it's Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday to you as well. How are you? I'm sorry. What did you say? I said, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Good. I'm good. Okay, go on mute. Okay. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, sis. It's Didi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Didi? Uh, you know, trying to get my soul back. I left on the floor working out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Um, just asking to um, believe with me in prayer. I'm having a procedure in the morning and trusting God through it all. Not worrying, but worshiping and trusting the process. Love y'all. Okay. Love you, too. And we will certainly be believing with you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, Valacita. Good morning, everyone. This is Persistent Priscilla. Happy good Wednesday. Morning. Thank you. Thank you. Good okay, morning, Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Bye. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of May, where our monthly theme is entitled, I Surrender. All the declarations will focus on the importance of surrendering to God, considering His will and plan for you, which allows us to walk and live with purpose. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may believe in the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, Push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. 
Our mission at Declared Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org, through paypal.me forward slash declarevictory, or through Cash App at dollar sign I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have one spoken prayer request, and that is from Didi, and she's asking us to be in agreement with her. She is having a procedure in the morning, so we're just going to lift her up and uh, be in agreement with Didi. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. And then we'll go into closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you this morning. We bless you, God, with grateful hearts, full of gratitude for your mercy and your grace that allowed us to see the dawning of a new day. Father, we bless you for your goodness and your mercy towards us. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you because you are God. And above you, there is none other. So before we solicit requests, before we ask you for anything, we stop and just take a moment to intentionally thank you for everything because you're good. And the reality is, even if we don't ask you for anything else, you will continue to be good because that's your divine nature. So we worship you, God, today for protection and provision. We worship you today for divine healing and intervention. We worship you today for your love that is amazing. It surpasses all of our understanding, God. We just thank you for your peace that has carried us through storm after storm. Father, you are so good and your mercy endures forever. So, Father, we lift you up this morning, thanking you for just everything, 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 everything. God, we bless your name today. We come on behalf of those standing in the need of prayer this morning. Father, we lift up this entire world to you. Father, we lift up every search, circumstance and situation that is known to us. Father, we thank you this morning for your omnipresence. We thank you for your omniscience. Lord, we just thank you for your sovereignty. 
God, we just thank you that you are not bound by our knowledge. You are not bound by what we are aware of. Father, we thank you that we even have the ability to pray for those things that we don't even know the details of because of your majesty and your grace and your wisdom and your knowledge. Father, we can just say, bless them, and you know exactly what's needed. We can say, do it, and you know exactly what's required. Father, we just thank you because you're everywhere at the same time. So, Father, we lift up those standing in the need of prayer today. We lift up those that are sick in their bodies. Father, we lift up those that are standing at the point of contemplation, and we say, God, do what only you can do, and that's to show up and be God. We thank you, God, for all of those that are standing at the crossroads, needing to make a decision. Father, we ask that you would touch the hearts and the minds, that you would speak with such clarity and precision that they can't mistake your voice on this morning. Father, we thank you for all of those who are sitting in places and feeling lonely. God, we ask that you would touch them and remind them of your word that says, Lo, I will be with you always, even until the ends of the earth. Father, we just thank you. We thank you that there is provision in your word for everything that we will encounter. We thank you that there is provision in your word for every situation and circumstance that we will come up against. Father, we lift up those, hallelujah, that they're in the hospital room today. We thank you, God, for your ministering angels that sit bedside and comfort in the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up Sharon Riley to you. Father, you know what's happening inside of her body. God, you know what needs to happen inside of her body. And we thank you, God, that she is your child. We give her back to you on this morning. We trust you with her outcome. Father, I ask that you would touch her mind, that you would regulate her thoughts, that you would regulate her ability to yet trust. God, we lift up Didi to you on this morning, and we ask that you would speak peace that surpasses all understanding. God, even in spite of her great faith on this morning, we ask that you would help her unbelief. And God, what you have done for others through her, we ask that you would do for her on today. So we thank you in advance for the outcome that will bring you glory. We thank you in advance for the outcome that will bring you honor on this morning. And we thank you in advance for the outcome that will bring her victory. Father, we lift up all of those that are represented on this prayer line, those that had a prayer request, but didn't have a chance to submit it. Those who had a prayer request, but didn't even have the words to organize it. Father, we thank you. We ask that you would do what only you can do. Father, we lift up this world to you as the world sits on the edge of their seat, waiting on the decision for Roe versus Wade. God, we thank you that you are in control. And it's moments like this where the world stands still and waits that we take comfort and nothing catches you by surprise. So, Father, we thank you that we can rest safely in the decisions that you already made. We can rest safely in your word, God. That is our governing order. So it doesn't really matter what happens in the world, God, because anything that's under your control could never be out of control. So we thank you for divine provision, God. We thank you that you have set an order for us to live by. And we thank you for kingdom majesty and for kingdom rule. Father, we ask that you would continue to balance, hallelujah, the powers of this world that rest 
on the government that sits on your shoulders. Father, we thank you that in due time, God, you will call things to be on earth as they already are in heaven. So we bless your name for this confidence that we have in you, that if we stay rooted and grounded and surrendered to your will for our lives, God, that nothing will be able to shake us. Nothing will be able to challenge our beliefs, God. Nothing will be able to take our hands out of your hands. So, Father, we thank you on this morning for the ability to walk with you, the ability to talk with you. God, we thank you that on this day, you have chosen to designate and call us your own. Father, we thank you for salvation on today. We thank you for the blood that was shed on Calvary. God, we thank you for the opportunity. Even with all that you did, you gave us an opportunity to choose you and to surrender. So Father, we thank you for choice on today. We thank you that in every way we are pro-life because you, God, we thank you that you gave us a right to the tree of life. And on today, we choose to live life and that more abundantly, surrendering our will in exchange for yours. God, we thank you. We thank you for what is to come. We thank you for everything that did not work out. God, we surrender to the things that weren't in your plan for us, even the things that we planned for ourselves that you wouldn't allow to come to full fruition on this morning. We say thank you for the things that did not work out. We say thank you because we realize we have no idea what's coming down the road, but we believe according to your promise that greater is coming. So God, we thank you for equipping us for greater. We thank you for preserving us for greater. We thank you for sheltering us for greater. We thank you for reserving us for greater. God, we just thank you because you know what's best for us. I thank you for being a father. Hallelujah. When we were acting like children who needed to be parented, God, I Thank you that you don't give us our way when we throw tantrums, when we throw your word back at you in a way to say that you said it and you haven't done it yet. We thank you that time surrenders to you. We thank you, God, that even though it seems like it's been a long, long time for us, your word says one day is as a thousand years with the Lord. So as we're throwing tantrums about how long, God, we thank you that you patiently say, not yet. And we thank you that even with that, that not now doesn't mean never. So we thank you for the futures that you have preserved just for us. And God, we ask that you would continue to give us the patience that's needed to run this race, the grace that's needed to persevere in times of hardship. God, we thank you for all of the trials and the tribulations that you have allowed to shape us and to make us and to mold us into your image. God, we thank you that on today, our desire is to be a reflection of you. Our desire is to be a reflection of your love and your grace and your mercy. And we realize logically that that requires a process. So, Father, as we continue to stay in the vein of waiting on you, God, we pray that you would continue to give us the desire to work while we wait, to believe while we wait, to have faith while we wait, to trust and to stay surrendered as we wait on your perfect and your divine will for our lives. Father, we lift up children here, there, and everywhere. Father, I lift up those that have been snatched off the street and that are being trafficked. God, I lift up those that have been 
connected with drugs and alcohol father we ask you to do what only you can do and that is to send divine intervention father we thank you that you have been known to rescue those that were in trouble so god we ask that you would touch our children in the name of jesus even those that are adults god and that you would arrest them even in their circumstances and that you would do for them what you did for us and that's to pull them out and to pull them into safety god give our children a mind and a desire to know you more and to love you more and to have relationship with you father do what only you can do hallelujah we lift up children that are testing god as the end of the year comes to um close god those that are preparing for finals exams and those that are preparing for college entrance exams god you know the stress you know the anxiety you know the depression and you also know that the suicide rate amongst our children is up so i'm asking you to do what only you can do and that's to minister to our children Father, we lift up our men on today, God. We ask that you would bless them, that you would shore them up, even in their mental and their emotional health. God, we ask that you would bear them up. Hallelujah. Bear them up on today. Father, we lift up those that are aged in our population, even those that are represented on the call, that meet the criteria, God, for wisdom and knowledge based on their seasoning of their lifetime. And we ask that you would touch their bodies from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. God, I ask that you would touch every joint every marrow, everything that might be aching them. Father, we pray for an increase of blood flow. We pray for an increase of oxygen. We pray for supernatural healing to organs that may not be functioning like they should. Father, we ask that you would regulate blood pressure, regulate cholesterol, even the mind, God, the cognitive functioning, the memory. Father, we lift them up to you today, and we thank you for long life and longevity on today. We thank you for the wisdom that you continue to surround us with. We thank you for the grace and the mercy that they represent. Father, as we begin to take our phones off the mute, we do so with joy and enthusiasm because we are assured that you hear us when we pray. So, thank Father, you, we begin Hallelujah. to thank you for thank what you've done. We begin to thank you for what you're doing. We begin to thank you for what you're going to do. We thank you that you know the desires of our heart. We thank you that the word is no good in the world. It's that we continue to walk on right before you. So, Father, we thank you for what you're Thank you. 
We ask that you will continue to make her tongue the pen of a ready writer. Thank you for the anointing that you have placed over her life and group. Thank you for the manifestation of it that we will experience today. So one more time, as we place our phones on mute, we just thank you for grace, mercy, and a desire to surrender. These blessings and all others we ask in your son Jesus' name. Grace, the call is in your hands. Hallelujah. 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 To God be the glory for the things that he continually does. Good morning. God morning. Great morning and happy Wednesday to each of you. It is, as we always say, wait while we wait Wednesday. One of my favorite days of the whole entire week, primarily because it's an opportunity uh, to make a collective effort effort to get a unified result with regard to kingdom seeking and chasing after our Father for direction, for instruction, but more importantly, to humble our flesh according to what is written of us so that we might receive and, and be established in the capacity to receive the more of the Father. Good morning, family. And I thank God for you this morning. I'm excited uh, about the theme and the order and the structure, which was obviously given by Holy Spirit and Him alone. I am looking forward to the great results that you will experience uh, individually and us collectively as a group as we lean in and yield toward the will of the Father uh, in an effort to fulfill our purpose here in earth. My prayer is that he would expand your capacity this morning, that heaven would reach earth because you are available to be the conduit between the heavens and the earth. My prayer is that you would recognize the power, the authority that you have in every atmosphere that your feet may trod, that you are uh, the shift, that you are the change, that you are uh, the pattern after the perfect pattern in an effort to bring heaven to earth. Kingdom blessings to everyone this morning. Thank you, valuable. Thank you, uh, Grace, for your prayer this morning. And thank each of you for your collective and corporate sound. Uh, we're off to an amazing start. Lavina shared on um, on this Monday. <laughs> I can share. And um, don't forget to mute your phone. And on yesterday, uh, Elizabeth shared. And on today... Um, I'm going to share a bit. Hopefully you have something to write with so you can go back during the course of our fasting time for those of you that are fasting um, and just take a look at what this word surrender actually means. If I were to title my share this morning, it would simply be called reverse, reverse, that's uh, what the Lord gave me. As I, I think we all are, are very aware that we have our own personal journeys as we um, travail through this birthing process, uh, this rebirth, this new uh, regenerated life that we live in and through uh, the perfect pattern of who Jesus is, was, and will always be. 
that we are uh, gleaning from his example in the Gospels. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. As we are becoming uh, aware of what we have always been, keeping in mind that you are a spirit. And I want you to hear me. You are a spirit housed in a body that is constrained by time, that you were, according to uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, according to Psalms 139, 13 through 16, that you were before you ever became and you will be after your shell is released from time. We all have a, um, a structured idea of what we think life is, and the reality is when you master living from your spirit inside out through your body, some things become second nature. Some things become uh, uh, give you the ability to, to simply throw caution to win, and eventually, and, and I think we spend forever perfecting this part, uh, you become unbothered, <laughs> knowing that your steps are uh, predestined steps, knowing that uh, you are being led until you get to a place where you can be sent. Um, Jesus himself, from the age of uh, inception to the age of 30, was being led throughout uh, time, throughout his phase of operating from the space of a body constrained by time until he got to a place where he was affirmed and approved by God during his baptism. Now, with all of that in mind, I'm going to say this again. You are a spirit. You are housed in a body that is constrained by time. And when we consider that our lives are uh, specifically designed to impact the time or the dispensation in which we are sent, in which we are established, and we are led until we get the revelation of the reality that we are a spirit living in a body, having a a season of time that is constrained by time, keeping in mind that God does not live in time. He lives outside of time, governs over time, and establishes time through our lives. We are written epistles. Someone should be writing, scribing, remembering, recollecting your life every day that you don't recognize that you are a spirit having a natural experience. You get consumed with the uh, experience itself as opposed to the objective. My prayer this morning is that something would be awakened in you to help you to understand that some things are irrelevant outside of you operating from this body in this sphere of time to impact the earth with your spirit, not your physical body. Amen. 
uh, as I consider, contemplate my journey, um, and just as as God has continued to to grow me and to stretch me and to transform my thinking and to superimpose His will upon my objectives, uh, as I start to understand that literally um, we are spirit beings and that we have a season that not only we operate in, but we can make active decisions to either reign or be ruled in this season. Being ruled means that you'd have to be subjected to laws and circumstantial things, but reigning means that you understand that you are a spirit and you operate from a place of the spirit and that the natural world is simply an accoutrement for being held captive by time. Um, I, I think about the moments where I, I never really recognized um, how important our lives actually are in this allotted time that we are given to occupy the earth. Um, I, I can remember trying to figure everything out, trying to cross all the T's, dot all the I's, trying to figure out how to be perfect in this uh, matter of fact time that I've been given permission to exist in a shell um, outside of recognizing that I am a spirit being having a natural experience. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear this definition throughout uh, this month, but I, I want to read it again because what it did was it made me go a little bit further in interrogating the text and really asking uh, questions about what exactly uh, the word surrender means. And remember, keep in mind um, that the my my title is uh, simply reverse, right? So I, I started asking, I, I love to ask God questions. I was like, okay, well, let me give you this, hold on, I'm sorry. Let me give you this definition. Um, surrender is considered a verb to cease resistance to an enemy or opponent, to submit to authority to cease resistance to an enemy or opponent and to submit to their authority. It also says to give up or to hand over a person, a right, or a possession, uh, typically on compulsion or demand. Uh, in sports, it means to lose a point or an advantage, to surrender, to abandon oneself entirely, to a powerful emotion or influence, to give into. Uh, it, it means that uh, you technically appear to be the weakest link. Now, I'm going to say this. What I've discovered and determined and, and have now learned how to stand on and expect a different outcome mentally because I understand that what we do in the natural, according to what culture does and how culture moves around, everything in kingdom systems, mute your phone, is the reverse. Let me say that again. Everything in kingdom systems is reversed based on us 
understanding that we are spirit beings. It is our responsibility to uh, position ourselves for a revelation of who Jesus is in and through us. Once you understand that you are a spirit living in a natural body constrained by time, you recognize that every single second of every single day is predicated on words that literally hover over your life according to what was written of you from the foundation of the earth. It means that every single second of every single day was established for you to manifest the fullness of God in the earth realm. It means that you have a responsibility uh, to be enlightened, that the eyes of your heart might be enlightened in such a way that you recognize and take note that it's not just about going to work. It's not just about the white picket fence with the house and the kids and the uh, the, the job and the degrees and the, uh, the frat and the sorority is not just about that. That's all fun. Those are, again, accoutrements of having a natural experience as a spirit being. But what is key and most important is that you have uh, a season, a, a, a sphere of time to operate in fullness, and you begin to operate in fullness as soon as you get the revelation that you are the manifested word of God in flesh. Now, as I, I, I continue to peruse through the word of God, just so that I could get uh, a, a revelation in such a way that it would be able to translate to you that that this is just a moment in time that, that you're here. You're, you're sitting in a moment of time that you were created for to revolutionize the life of those that you are called to revolutionize, that it is your responsibility to occupy the truth of who God says you are. And when, when we think about that and we think about the fact that this life uh, is, is not predicated on what culture says or what culture does, but what heaven is declaring about the spirit it sent to the earth to occupy it, to impact atmospheres, to change outcomes, to overthrow systems that you are absolutely intentional. Every single thing about you is relevant in this time that you've been released into to govern the the earth realm. And so I started thinking about um, um, how Jesus, being the perfect pattern, um, not only came to uh, demonstrate to us what it looks like, the perfect pattern of prayer, the perfect pattern of power, the perfect pattern of preaching and teaching, the perfect pattern of loving, the perfect pattern of reconciliation and restoration. Um, we all have this idea of who we think we should be. I'm sure uh, that if he had been uh, a man as opposed to both God and man, he would have had an agenda. He would have had an objective. He would have uh, needed or wanted a wife. He would have wanted uh, the 2.5 kids and uh, a Benz or a Porsche or something like that. Perhaps 
that would have been on his agenda. But he knew that he came to die, and why subject anybody else to me exiting, considering I got all these kids. All I have to do is go and teach them how to live as a spirit in the world. Surrender. We're talking about the reverse. Every single thing that we think we should do, every single thing that we think we should have, every single thing that we think uh, we want to experience, um, most of our ideas are based on looking at the natural world without the expectation that there is a mandate on the spirit you that there is something that somebody needs to hear you say. There is something that somebody needs to see you do. But until you understand that your life is should be living in reverse, considering you've been here for thousands and thousands of years, and after your body in this specific dispensation of time is no longer in existence, you will still have been here, <laughs> right? That that was hard for me to, to grasp. That was hard for me to rationalize in the eyes of my understanding. But I want to take you to um, a, a couple of different scriptures because I want you to have reference points. I don't want you to just take my word. I'm not that smart. I, I'm not that uh, wise and witty. But let me tell you what I do. Today, I understand that I'm on loan. This, this shell that I'm existing in is on loan. And you have to ask yourself the question, when I exit, what is it that they will say of me? Oh, she was nice. She had a fancy car. Her house was great. <laughs> Honey, don't none of that. And, and I don't, I'm not saying don't enjoy what is, but none of that is really relevant. Let's go to, to Mark, the eighth chapter, the 35th verse. And it says, for whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it. Let me say it again. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel's sake will save it. Uh, we're talking about uh, the reverse. We're talking about the reverse. One of the hardest things for believers to do uh, as we, we tread through uh, this experience of allotted time is to relinquish our idea of what we think it should be like. Uh, one of the most difficult things to do uh, is to give up our agenda, our objective, our ideas, our thought process in an effort to establish what is. Let me give you a different type of example. Uh, from uh, Since analog radio was established um, many, many years ago, Right now, in this moment, in this second, if you turned on your radio, tuned it in to 1190, the light, music had already been playing. The only thing that happens is once you click the radio itself on, you are now bringing in what was. Tell you a secret. You turn the radio off, the music is still playing. 
You just haven't connected the device that brings the audible sound into the room you happen to occupy. That's the same thing that happens with your spirit, right? So our body manifests was already ringing in the heavens every time we open our mouth. The same similarity is that when we turn the radio on, what already is, what will be after we disconnect that device is still happening. There is something happening in the spirit that requires that you surrender to the one that turns the switch, that flips you off and on, to the one that actually puts you in a place where now you're occupying, again, in reverse. Now, mind you, the radio is already on, but it doesn't get activated until you hit the switch. That means the revelation of the fact that you are a spirit, that you are vital, valuable, necessary for this time. There's a sound on the inside of you that the earth is waiting for. The earth is groaning and anticipating that you recognize who you are, that there's a song in you, there's a sound in you, that somebody's life would be shifted just because you get the revelation of who you are. When I consider who Jesus is, who Jesus was, and who Jesus always will be, uh, I am uh, reminded of John, the 12th chapter, uh, the 12th chapter and the 26th verse. We're talking about living life in reverse. Now, this was at the quote-unquote last supper, and Jesus and the disciples were communicating. They were having a conversation, and uh, they began to ask him questions. They began to interrogate the word, the word being Jesus. They began to ask them, uh, ask him, what about this, and what about that? And Jesus had shared with them, listen, I'm going to exit, but I'm still going to be here. I'm just going to be here through you. But there was something that had to take place in the natural that had nothing to do with the fact that he is, he is, I am, he is, and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. In 26, it says, Jesus answered. Uh, They were asking about who would betray him. Now, keep in mind that when I talked about the definition of the word surrender, it says to surrender to an enemy. And I need you to hear me with the eyes of your understanding. A lot of times we avoid the enemy because we consider that a a bad thing. We consider that an awful thing. But Jesus, in his infinite wisdom, said, it is the one to whom I am going to give this piece of bread after I have dipped it. And I'm reading in the Amplified. So then he had dipped the piece of bread into the dish, and he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. And after Judas had taken it, the piece of bread, Satan entered him. And Jesus said to him, what you are going to do, do it quickly without delay. Sometimes we need to give the enemies in our lives permission to do it quickly. 
And when I say enemies, I mean the things that we struggle with. I mean the things, the people, the places. It, it could be a, a number of things, but sometimes we need to know that our enemy isn't necessarily against us. It is necessary. It goes right back to Romans 8 and 28. Some things uh, are lawful but not expedient. Some things are designed to push us and propel us into purpose. Some things are designed for you to be aware of your surroundings and to know that what sometimes could look like a friend may not be a friend at all. They may be a purpose pusher. It's possible that someone is in your sphere that is pushing you to the place of purpose and promise, and you've mistaken it as a sisterhood, a brotherhood, a partnership. The beautiful thing is, after a while, and I said this earlier, you become unbothered because you recognize that when you understand that you are a spirit living in a natural world for an allotted season of time, the gift of time, it means that time is of the essence. I say this all the time as well. In sales, most people don't like to experience rejection. Rejection is one of the best teachers on the planet. It'll help you examine your process. It'll help you understand your why. It'll help you to start seeking out different methods, and you'll realize that the faster you get to the no, the quicker you get to your next yes. The faster you get to your no, the quicker you get to your next yes. Don't ever fear anything that looks like an enemy. All of it is necessary. Right? So we started with Mark, the eighth chapter. Whoever loses his life, whoever saves his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life will save it. It is our responsibility to understand um, that we are uh, specifically designed to reign and to rule in the earth. You know that the word says give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measures, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. Or Galatians uh, 6 and 7, where it says, be not deceived, for God is not mocked. That you sow, and that only shall ye also reap. We, out of fear of loss and being conditioned by the world and the world systems, are afraid to give in excess because of fear of loss. The truth is, if you're in a situation where you are struggling financially, and listen to me, this is not a call for an offering. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you give not just out of necessity, but you understand that the principles are operating for you. Again, the kingdom system is the reverse of what you think. If you broke, I dare you to sow somewhere. If you need food, I dare you to give some away. If you lack resources, I dare you to give resources. Today, a day during the time of fasting is a perfect opportunity to employ the principles, the laws, and the precepts that are necessary to rule in kingdom living. You are a spirit. You occupy a body that was given an allotted period of time. You existed before you existed. You will exist after you exit. Using this time with wisdom is a decision. It happens based on a revelation of who Jesus is, was, and always will be living down on the inside of you based on the fact that we have access 
to the Holy Spirit. Surrender means I don't worry about uh, paying rent. (laughs) That's not my job. If he clothes the lily of the field, if he governs the sparrow of the air, if he would send a raven to feed the prophet, how much more does he care for you? You are a spirit living in a physical body, not based or ruled by culture. You are a spirit. You reign in every atmosphere you occupy. It means that worry is not your portion. According to Ecclesiastes 3, we we think on those things which are perfect. We surrender and submit our idea of what it looks like to live in a natural body as a spirit man with being governed by the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Some things end up being water off a duck's back. Now, it doesn't mean that you are non-reactive. It doesn't mean that you're non-responsive. It means that none of this is in your control. It is already written. When you surrender to that process, what you'll notice is that because you are not necessarily being led in that moment, at this point, now you can be ordered. Now you can be sent. Now you can occupy. Now, because you've released and relinquished the idea of what you thought life would be like to the order of what's written of the heaven from the set foundation of the earth. He said, before I formed you, I need you to get this, God, let a a revelation be loose in the hearts and minds of men. Before I, I, I made you in your mother's womb, I knew you. That means that you were waiting around in the atmosphere like the radio waves that I mentioned earlier uh, in an effort to wait for your moment for him to flip a switch. Remember I said we live in reverse. You've been here. Uh, You have been in existence. Everything is well with you. All things are working together for your good. They were then and they are now. I know it may look a little difficult. It may be a little frustrating. Perhaps your marriage uh, is a little rocky. Perhaps your money is a little funny. Perhaps your kids aren't necessarily operating the way you would like for them to. Perhaps your relationships are a little rocky and you see enemies here and there. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. If there are no enemies at the table, you have not arrived. You've still got work to do. You're still being led. You're not being sent. There should be an enemy in close proximity at all times. We are living in reverse. We are living in reverse. We are living opposite of the world and their system with their temporal ideas of their now, their temporary moments of what looks like victory. But let me tell you a little secret. If what you are doing and how you are operating only benefits you solely, you are not in purpose. You have not recognized that you are a Spirit living in a temporary location until you get the revelation of who you are in Christ Jesus. You were, you are, and you will be. The key and the goal is to be like Jesus. The word says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by God. 
but you have to recognize that you are his righteousness. It means that if if you still struggle mentally and 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 get me, I, I didn't understand this. This some things only come by revelation, not of who you are, who he is, and who you are in him. Who he is and who you are in him. How else do we do greater works than these shall ye do in my name? Some of you have the gift of healing, which means that you have the ability to walk in a room and supernaturally something happened when you understand that your spirit is on, that Jesus has fooled around and hit the switch. Holy Spirit has fooled around and hit the switch. You walk around with an atmosphere on the inside of you. If you depress, that's what you're releasing because you don't recognize that we live in reverse. We, we live based on the truth of what God said about us, no matter what we see externally. The faster you grasp that, the faster your external accoutrements start to shift to align with the truth of what's already written of you. I'm not telling you what I think. I got receipts. As soon as you get the revelation of the fact that you are and you are uh, uh, that manifested glory of God walking in the face of the earth in a temporary package, you got a little bit of time, I'm telling you, it's the season to use it with wisdom. It's the season to occupy. He said, occupy until I come. That means you use everything that's on the inside of you to give him glory. You use everything that uh, you've been given to give him glory. You should be the manifest presence of Jesus in this dispensation. Everywhere you go, they should say something about that one is different. You should shift atmospheres when you say good morning. Somebody should feel you when you walk in a room, kind of like the woman with the issue of blood or blind Bartimaeus or the man that sat at the pool of Bethesda. Uh, we should always impact every atmosphere when we surrender, when we submit our objectives, our ideas, our identity to the truth of what he already said. We recognize that we are joint heirs with the king of kings, that we are joint heirs with the Lord of Lords, that we are able to do exceeding, abundant, above and beyond anything we could ever think, hope for, or imagine in his power, in his strength, for his glory. These Wednesdays are about learning how to live in reverse and subjecting our lives to uh, the truth of who God is and humbling ourselves and killing off our flesh week after week consistently in agreement with the fact that I recognize that I'm in this dispensation for a reason. You just kind of let your hair down. Things happen. Don't, don't misunderstand. Things occur, but they don't have to capsize you. They don't have to completely uh, throw you off or frustrate everything about the next two, three weeks. You, you can have an experience and you understand that because your times are in his hands, that he is in complete control of your now, just like he's in complete control of your destiny. You already were. You are and you always will be. We live in reverse, recognizing that our spirit man should be the manifest presence here on earth. The shell just happens to give life to who we really are. The question I want to ask you this morning is, 
who are you really? I know you have objectives. I know you have agendas. Who does it serve? Who gets the glory? Who does it benefit? Do they even know that you know who Jesus is? The real question. If we turn you on, what will you get? Are you negative, Nancy? Are you nasty, Ned? Are you still whining and complaining about things that have nothing to do with what's already written of you? Is every single day a struggle? Are you fighting yourself moment after moment and wasting this precious gift of allotted time to impact the nations with the truth of who he said you are before you ever got turned on? Before you ever were, you were. You are and you still will be. You just have to learn to surrender to reverse. Don't be moved by what you think you see. Give God permission to live audibly through your life. Surrender will be evident and imminent in every room you walk in. I don't care what happens. Learn how to be the spirit man that you already are. When things occur, ask. All right, you might have fallen off for a second. Snap on back. Come on, come on back. And remember that you are a spirit. I pray that something that I said um, supernaturally imparted the truth. That it'll take some of the pressure off, some of the weight off, some of the reasons you beat yourself up. Whatever you're going through today, can I tell you something? You can't control it. <laughs> All you can do is live through it, but how you live through it is what makes the difference. So I pray that you are encouraged. I pray that your heart be enlightened. I pray that something happened down on the inside of you that shifts you into the atmosphere so that when you approach a room, they know you coming, honey. When you get up in the morning, the devil ought to be troubled. The insult to say, oh, God, she's at it again. He's at it again. What do we do now? Honey, something should happen inside of you. Something should happen inside of you just recognizing that you already were. All you got to do is be. I promise, I promise on everything that's dear to me. If you just say, Lord, teach me how to be what I was and always will be. All you have to do is agree. All you have to do is surrender to what the heavens have already written of you. It's the best thing that I've ever done in my whole entire life was surrender to who I already was. Listen, I love you, but I promise God loves you the most. Now is the time that we have set aside for those that joined the call a little bit late that didn't have an opportunity to say good morning. Good morning, God morning, great morning. Who's there? Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hallelujah. I had to jump in quick because, girl, can I get the replay like now? You, you articulated something that I've been saying for years. And people looking at me like I was crazy. I love you, Dion. Bye. Love you too, prophetess. Good morning, it's sunshine. Hey, sunshine. Good morning. Good morning. This Good is morning. Dean. 
Good morning. Good Who's morning. It's Moxie, sir. Good morning. Hey, Mox. Good morning. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Great word. I felt like it was a mistake. And I was a, um, a toddler and needed it to be cut up a little bit more. It was so Uh-oh. good. <laughs> Sorry. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Good morning, family. This is Sister Veronica. Good morning. Good morning. Double time. Family, this is Tanky. Catch with the inverse. Hey. Good, good morning, morning, family. This is Jacqueline. God bless you all. Hey. Great morning. Great morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Great word. It's Monica. Hey, Monica. Good morning. Good morning, Saints. This is Leisha. Hey, Leisha. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Diane. Great word. Hey, hey, Diane. Good morning. Hi, good Mother. Good morning. Good morning. It's Miss B. Hey, Miss B. Good morning. Good morning, it's beloved Barb. God bless everyone. Good morning. Good morning, this is Juanita. Great word. Hey, Juanita. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. This is Glorious. Love you. Hi, Glowworm. Good morning. You sound better. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Appreciate you. Good morning. This is Denise. Hey, Denise. Good morning. Good morning. This is Tenacious T. This is who? I'm sorry. You're muffled. Tenacious T. Tenacious T. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Yolanda. Hey, Yolanda. Good morning. Good morning. It's never again. I am encouraged, picking myself up, <laughs> resting in his words, learning how to walk this thing out. I love you. Amen. Good morning. Anybody else? Morning, D. Shell. Great, 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 Good morning, good morning. Good morning, it's Beverly. Wow, wow, wow. Hi, Bev, good morning. Good morning. Anybody else before we go into love, life, and victory? Amen. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? Dion, this is yes, Lori. darling. I just want to say, Holy Spirit power activate. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Spirit activate. Sorry. <laughs> Let's go. Woo! Yes. Hallelujah. Mhm. Mhm. Let's go. Turn up. 
Good morning. That's thank all you I'm for your work. Good morning, Denise. You're welcome, and thank you. Questions? Anybody have any questions, comments, anything? I know I said a lot, y'all. I ain't sleeping none. Yes. This is, this is Sister Tenacious T. How are you? I'm um, awesome. That message was for me. I feel empowered. I should have felt empowered before because I know I had this prayer line pray for me over a work-related matter that I battled for a year. And my a whole board at a nonprofit union turned against me and I had to fight using federal and state agency. And as of Friday, I prevailed that it was proven that they weren't telling the truth to these agencies. The matter at hand that I was fired because I didn't pay my dues, but in reality, I did. So for the whole last year, I was traumatized in a way because I knew I was telling the truth, yet I was made a lie. And they mm. just had to be found out. And so next week, the message that you preached about today, about being at the table of your enemies, I have to sit among them, and they have to undo the damage they had done to me. Isn't that and nice? It's gonna be good. Isn't that, is that awesome? Oh Ain't my that God! <laughs> I will be able to have a wrongful termination lawsuit at the end. But the federal government of the USA has sided with me, and I have to sit there in the spirit of Christ, acting mm -hmm. as if I'm not offended and forgiving them for the art that they had done and love on them. And I thank God for what you said because it truly is reversed of what is expected of me because I was truly hurt in the flesh. But in the spirit, I went through a mighty test knowing that God is for me and not wanting harm for me. It would make you question Romans 8.28, but it was for my good that I went through this Absolutely. because now I'm a fighter. I plan to run against this board and develop a team and turn this union right side up because it's going to be a club. So Amen. I want God to use me in this ministry because I will be able to talk to people like you said. I'm just so happy there's people on the prayer line that have supported me through this, Sister Barbara, Sister Krishanda, and I'm just going to be a fighter and let God turn me into who he wants me to be. So I just thank you all for your prayers. I am a, Amen. a warrior Amen. in Christ Jesus. Thank you for sharing. We bless you. Thank you so much for sharing. That's awesome. Congratulations in advance. Good, good morning. Good morning, Saints. This is Sister Alicia. And um thank you so much for your declaration. What I what I heard you saying is purpose. You know, because you talked about us um being spirits having a um you know, being a spirit having a human experience. And you know, what is our purpose? And that's what I kept hearing and what I've learned through the years is that the more time I spend with God, the more he reveals 
what it is that I should be doing. And I believe that he does it in increments for me because he had to make sure I was strong enough to handle it. He couldn't just give it all to me when I was a baby in Christ because I wouldn't have been able to sustain it. So it's through the trials and through the, um, you know, through life that he continues to show me. So what I see now as my purpose is I know I'm a prayer warrior because God will wake me up out of my sleep to pray for people and people I've never met and, you know, people walking down the street. So I know that's my purpose, but my purpose also is to encourage you know, because when I speak to people, they say, oh, you encourage me so much. And so in order for me to be an encourager, I had to have gone through some stuff to know that God can bring me out. So when I see somebody else going through something similar, I can tell them, well, this is what happened to me and God Absolutely. brought me out. So I just want to appreciate you for your diligence and for your consistency, because it takes a lot to be able to do all the things you do. I see you on Facebook. I see you on social media. I know you have children. I know you have businesses. So as a mother myself who has businesses and works, I know how hard it is. But thank God that um, you're on the battlefield because we need you. We need people like you. We need everybody on this call because all of us are a collective body. And we need you. That's right. You uh, better know it. Well, thank you. Well, thank you so much. You know, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this and be quiet. I, y'all know I'll be stressed out at my job, but I'm gonna leave right now because I got injured, and it's been the best time for me to just replenish and refresh. And I just uh kept praying to God, and He He allowed it to happen. So I'm gonna leave with pain. So it's just it's His time, and it's His time, and it's what He wants. And I'm okay with that. So thanks for listening. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Lisa. Hey, hey. Oh, I'm grateful to God. He changed my heart to love. He's got that anger. I'm I'm, just stay with me now. (laughs) Sometimes I get excited. When I start talking about how God has changed my, He's changing my life, and I'm still learning. So I went to Vegas this weekend for my 60th birthday. Uh, I stayed at a two-bedroom hotel, and I cooked greens and potato salad and uh, ribs and chicken. And so while I was there, it was families there. Um, as I, uh, He God has shown revealed to me that I serve, I'm a server that I serve the people that's in need because God knows where I've been. He picked me up off the ground. So now I have a heart of that anger. He turned it into love, to love others rather than me or, or however, because I don't know what they're going through, but I know where I've been. And, and, re, and I can see the pain uh, he's revealing to me that you you help one that is in need because somebody prayed for me and you guys prayed for me and you encouraged me. So I was able to go on the strip and serve. I had a little foil pants and I had greens and potato salad and I gave it to the people that was on the street uh, on vacation. And then I went to the uh, church family life, faith life family church and worship uh, with the pastor and everything about faith Amen. and how faith you can run on your senses. You guys run on them senses. That's not faith. And he was out uh, learning. But I'm so grateful that I was able to go on my 60th birthday and to serve. 
And that that wasn't Amen. what it would have been. If I wasn't in Christ, I would have been at the club, uh, partying and drinking and uh, <laughs> well, we but God said, God hey, God, I'm sober and I'm out here serving for his day because I'm drunk there and go back. So hey, hey, that's what I did. For my sixth year and I was grateful and I said, Look at God. Hey, hey, but I'm still learning. I thank you so much, Pastor Di. And all the women that godly women that's on here, you guys, you saved my, when God saved us, y'all saved my life. And I remember when I go to Vegas, hey, hey, you can't, you can't go there and stay on the right lane, your lane. Don't go on the curve. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of your growth, and I'm excited for your future, Lisa. Keep going. Yeah, thank you so much. God bless. Hey, hey. God bless you as well. God bless you as well. Go ahead, Krishanda. Good morning. Great declaration. Um, love you so much. Love your word. Love your, how God just uses you. Um, I just smile when I think about when you said, consider the lilies of the field, the sparrow and the raven. Um, and I just, just smile thinking about, well, how am I dressed? <laughs> how am I dressed? Hallelujah. What? <laughs> Um, but I think also I just um, in all of that and knowing all of that, um, remembering for myself um, to rest, to make sure I get proper rest, because sometimes when I get caught up, I might forget how I'm dressed. Um, but I just thank you for your word this morning. It really blessed me. Um, and I'm with Sister Gloria. Holy Spirit, activate. Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Can you just remind me what the um what our proclamation, what our prayer is? Uh, Lord, teach us how to be what I already was. Can you just tell us so we can decree that today? Sure. You are, you were, and you always will be. Lord, teach me how to be what I already was. Got it. Thank you. Anybody else? Hey, Dion. Hey, darling. Hey, so it's awesome, awesome, awesome share. Um, I love how you said there's a mandate on the spirit you so your life should be living in reverse and relinquish the idea of what you thought life would be like so it reminds me of that scripture um that says the first shall be last and the last shall be first it's the reverse so no matter what it looks like in the natural looks like you're losing you're winning in the spirit so that's going to really (laughs) help me when i see things falling apart and from what i see because i walk by faith and not by faith so thank you yeah, when you see things falling apart, let them. Sometimes you just got to let it. Just let it be. Yep. Yep. Because I ain't in control. <laughs> and and listen, I don't mean no harm, but I don't want to be. It is what it is until it's different. That's all. Anybody else? Hey, Dee. It's Dee Dee. Oh, yeah, this morning. 
had it on speaker, so, yo, bro, your brother heard you, and we both needed it so that when you're not in control anyway, and that reverse the analogy of tuning in to the radio station was like, wow. So I think we forget that. And then to not stay there. Just, we all fall short. We all have things that happen, but get up because we are not in control. And it is what it was. I appreciate that reminder so that, to know that when things happen, because they're going to happen, to just let mm-hmm. them happen. Let it, just let it be. <laughs> like that song, let mm-hmm. it be, <laughs> let it be. And just stand through it. Um, Pastor that always tells me, because you, you know I'm a cuckoo, just ride the way. Just ride the wave because things are going to happen so that you don't think. Because I have to ask people, you one of them, Tanya, just people that I know are strong spiritually but go through things. Like all hell be coming at you, but you just stay. And that's when you just ride the wave and then go back to Jesus being asleep on the boat. And it all makes sense. So I love you, sis. And thank you. Thank you, thank you for just loving me with flaws and all. And again, like I said, can't control it. Let it be. I love you. Go ahead. I was just going to ride off of what Didi said about riding the wave. I had this um, saying that was shared with me, flip, float, and ride the wave. And I don't know if there are people who learn to swim later in life, but one of the things you know about learning to swim is the more fear you have, the more difficult it is because your body Mm -hmm. is tense and you sink. And the more you fight when you're in the water, it doesn't help you. It only makes you go sink down further. So that that, um, ability to release it and surrender and turn it over to God is is just so huge and and opening up so many more things that are in store for you. So thank you for your share. Thank you, D.P. always for dropping on the current. And can I, I, let me jump right back in, D. Because when you said that, I learned two summers ago in my pastor's swimming pool, his daughter taught me how to swim. I've taken lessons, but I never got it. And when you just said that, the fear and, and panicking and not being in that relaxed state, once I was able to not, you know, because you got to go underwater. To not be a, just let my body, just like let it go. It's the same thing. Let it go and it's going to do what it naturally does. So when we fear stuff, and and Deanna, for real, just thinking about the things, not being anxious because things are going to happen, but you got to release it and just let go. So that that just made me think about some more stuff. So thank you. Amen. I I told, I was talking to um, Elizabeth the other day on the phone. Um, And I say this all the time. If I had known when when Josiah originally got diagnosed um, what the outcome would be, I never would have worried. And and the ironic part is, I remember the day um, because I was still trying to control the outcome. I was still stressed out and thinking X, Y, Z was going to happen. I was, you know, stressing myself out, full of anxiety and frustration and and some more stuff. And then I messed around and was like, you know, if it did happen, what you going to do? You going to not love God? You going to change your mind about serving him? 
Uh, I'm going to say it like this. Hell no. I'm not doing none of that. I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing. And, yep, I said it just like that on the prayer call for you religious people. I don't care. Absolutely, I'm still going to love you, Jesus. I'm still going to know that you do exceeding abundantly, above and beyond anything I could ever think, hope, for, or imagine. So I can't control it. So, so what? It's, I mean, I, what can I do? It's not my life anyway. His life was created for God's purposes, not because I had him. And everything else that comes and goes. If if God has the wisdom to color the flowers, you learn about PG&E, man, be quiet. <laughs> right? Some of us um, are still battling worry and fret and fear because we want to control it. You can't. You can't. It it already is written. It it every single thing that you're gonna ever experience is already factored in the equation. That's what the cross was for. When you understand that, that absolutely, the only thing that's in your control is your will and the agreement with the truth that you're a spirit. You are. You were. And you always will be. The question is, will you agree? with what already is, or will you still keep kicking against the prick trying to figure out why nothing is working? It's not going to work until you surrender. Hey, good morning. Good morning. I just want to jump in real quick before I um, get Yvonne ready. So it's such a great declaration. And I just, as I was listening and also just um, examining um, the situation that, that I just literally um, went through with, with, with my daughters and my mom, right? I like when you said surrender, you know, the surrendering and like stop trying to, like for me, it was like, oh, I was already in my head saying what the outcome was going to be, like for that, you know. So when, when you, when you, when I play that out in my mind, it's like, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm making, I'm thinking I'm knowing what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm already, like, thinking I person going to say that. It's going to be this way and all that. But when I surrendered um, just this past, um, last week, you guys, with my daughter, she had came over to one to go see my mom and give her flowers. And I, I know some, not everybody, but, it, you know, it's been a, um, a long journey with my mom and my daughter. And, and with me, y'all, you know, some of you guys know that. So when she spoke and said that, Immediately, I was like, God, you're so good, because I know that's what I've been praying for, for her to, uh, for her heart, to be able to forgive and move on, move, you know, move on with uh, my mom and with our family, period. So before we went over there, first I was trying to get out of it. I was like, you go ahead. You, you can do it. <laughs> she said, no, mama, you are not about to send me over to the lion's den by myself. So when I got out of my head, you guys, when was in my room and I prayed. I said, Holy Spirit, it's on you. I need you. You know, I, I, and I literally heard him say, don't expect nothing. Don't Absolutely. expect nothing. Get out. Yeah, I literally heard him say it. Like, That's don't it. That, you got it. Nothing. You got and, it. You got it. Yeah. And when I got there, y'all, glory be to God. He showed up and showed out. I mean, really did. I was just sitting there just feeling the love. And it was so authentic. And for my daughter just to look at my mom and say, Granny, and it's been years, y'all. 
years of this almost cut, you know what I mean? And for her to look at her and say, I want to move on. I, I want to be able to be in the room with you and, and be able to speak to you and, and be comfortable. And it was just so beautiful. It was just so beautiful. And I set it up. How about that moment? My teeth didn't say nothing. And it was just beautiful. And I was like, look at this. In my mind, and I know I'm going to be quiet, y'all. In my mind, I was thinking, I was going to have to do this. I was going to have to move, move, move. I was going to make sure that nobody was going to disrespect my baby. I was going to move. You know, I was used to solve me in my head. But when I surrendered and, and said, and, and nothing, don't expect nothing. And now it was hard at first. I'm not going to, I'm not about to sit here and fret. And my mind kept on trying to pull me to, well, you know, they won't come downstairs. Or, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, and I kept surrendering back, kept letting it go. No, no. So that is just such the truth about what you, just this whole declaration and being able to see it that, like, what I, what I just experienced in what you was talking about. You know what I mean? So God be praised. It, it, it truly is. It's like for me to just let go and, and not put my expectations on his and really trust him in his plans. Like his plan, get up and like not have any expectations on what's supposed to happen. I know it sounds crazy, but you know what I mean. Absolutely. I, I understand 110%. Trust me, more, more than you know. <laughs> Thank you so much. I got to get you by the way. I love you guys. Man, we love you, huh? Anybody else? Anybody? Hey, anybody? It's just Didi. Hey. Oh no, I'm. You could tell side tomorrow because you know I am afraid of. Well, the all that freaks me out. Doctors, nurses, anesthesiologists. But what I'm taking with me is uh, how. I would sit there and watch him go through all he'd go through and be the, you know, com- comforting instead of, you know, being there for him, he comforting big crybaby self. So that's my mentality going in tomorrow. And then, like I said, last minute, the enemy trying to pump me because the surgeon that I had my meeting with is not doing it. So I said, oh, okay, I get it, enemy. You're trying to freak me out, but it's not going to work. So it's probably best. I know God makes all things well, and so I probably, I looked it up, and this surgeon, the credentials just seem better, so I won't meet her until the morning, but just going just gonna to be in my Messiah mode so that I won't be so fearful, because when you're fearful, that tension don't help. So that's all I wanted to say. Well, I, I understand the, the anxiety that um, in real life, will capsize you if you let it. But when when we start to employ and deploy the word of God, our times are in his hands. Our times are in his hands. Worrying is, I mean, at the end of the day, all it is is a, a set of triggers that have you all tense and frustrated when the reality is, you can't control the outcome. <laughs> but the beautiful thing is when God gives us vision, when we are open to receive that which he's willing to give us, if he showed you something and you ain't seen it, you can't leave. If you've not fulfilled what he sent you to occupy, there's still work for you to do. 
let me give you this analogy. I said this before, but I need you to hear me with a different set of eyes. And I said it like that on purpose. I need you to hear me with a different set of eyes. When a tree is growing, it grows, it goes through seasons. It bears fruit. If a, a limb is done producing, it gets cut back. If you've made a decision that you are never going to agree with the purposes and the promise of God, you are a dead limb. There's no need for you. Whether or not you get cut back or you fall off, that is a tree that is unproductive. What did he do with the tree that was unproductive? He cursed it and it died at the root. However, when you get the revelation of the fact that you are, you were, and you will be, and the only reason you've been given this allotted time is to produce fruit, not have a job, not have a husband, but have children and teach them who he is so that they can multiply it. Our only goal and reason for being, all Jesus did when he was approved and affirmed by the Father, when John, his cousin, baptized him, when the Father sent the dove and he said, Beloved, this is my son in whom I well please. He began his mission in his allotted time. He only lived for three years. Every day of his life was spent teaching and preaching, doing miracles, deliverance service, uh, healing people. Every single thing that he did was about his allotted time multiplying the masses. And then he'd tell them, don't tell nobody. If you are a tree, which is what he likens us to, and you are still willing to agree with the purposes of God, when life is not just about the come up, the big house, the fancy car, the red bottom, when your ultimate goal is to be used by God in such a way that you add to the kingdom daily, you are employable. It's the one who say, I want it my way or no way. I'm not doing nothing outside of this place of comfort. It's the one who says, I'm never going to agree with you, God. The beautiful thing is, guess what? He knew you. From the foundation of the earth, he knew whether or not you would agree. And I'm not saying there are any other, uh, aren't any other methods of existing, but I'm telling you, some things are specific to your use for the kingdom. Just be okay with whatever transpires. Are you still going to occupy kingdom existence? Are you still going to expect God to use you to change nations? Are you still willing to bear fruit? You employable. You good. Hey, Dion, this is Kendra. Hey, good morning. Um, I'm glad you said what you just said because that's like confirmation for me. So I am currently like in a shelter, and I don't mind telling my business. I'm not embarrassed. And um, the thing about it, because we said doing the declaration that um, the atmosphere should change with entering. And that was confirmation there for me, too, to let me know that I'm where I need to be because I am the only person here without children. Um, so it's different families here. I'm going somewhere with this, so just bear with me. Besides the staff, I am the only person here without children. You know, the staff is here to monitor the shelter and make sure things are ran accordingly. So besides them, I'm the only one here 
without children. And so when I came here, like, um, when I came here, they're watching me. They're observing me. Um, they're not saying anything, but I know they're watching. That's, that was also confirmation that my presence had changed the atmosphere. Okay, boom, that's, that's that. And so then I started asking questions and started um, telling the children, um, can we do this? Or tell them, asking the parents, can we do this? Or can we direct your child to do this? You know, because it was it was out of order in my opinion and um, where I came from. So things start happening. They start calling me the lady. The lady said, if we do this, that's going to happen. So that was just so, it's just confirmation that I'm where I'm supposed to be, that my presence did change the atmosphere, that I am employed by the Lord, that he is working all things out for because, because I do love him, you know. So that's all. I just wanted to share that, open up my mouth and declare some things and know that um, greater he is in me, that he's working in and through me, that, you know, I'm not thrown in the fire or cast off because has purpose for me, and I'm grateful for that, you know, because without him, I am nothing. That's the realization to it, but that declaration was fire. I called him late, but, you know, I heard what I heard, and you said what you said, like, you know, you said even with the radio, even when your radio was off, it's still talking. When you said that, I jumped back to the phone, and he was still talking, so you was too poor into my life, so to God be the glory, I am grateful, and I thank God for in all the details. Amen. 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 I see. Oh, yeah. Good morning. This is Denise. I totally agree with Kedra. Like, this message was definitely for me. Like, I am so willing to, you know, be who God called me to be. And I'm so willing, you know, to accomplish what he has for me down here. And I'm not going to give up on him. And I'm not going to be a cat, a, a dead branch that's cast into the fire either. So I just thank God for um, be, being fruitful and thanking God, you know, for my life. No matter what circumstances I go through, I'm still going to trust God. I'm still going to keep my eyes stayed on him. That's all there is, love bug. Keep going. Hey, Dion. Man, any? Uh-huh. This glorious. So I'm, yes, I'm sitting here. And I'm just so full because that whole idea of you're not going anywhere until your purpose is fulfilled because God knows who you are and he knows what he's doing. I can I can count at least six times in my life that it was meant for me to be dead from the enemy. But God has over and over and over again just completely protected me and protected what he's placed inside of me. And I appreciate him for his mercy and grace towards me. And I thank him for even being now 62 and um, being able to see fulfillment of what his purpose is. Over the years in, in being involved in, in ministry and doing whatever it is God has called me to do and, and has blessed me to, it's been a blessing. But it's like even now, eyes, eyes wide open, if that makes any kind of sense. Eyes wide open, and I can see now that it was so. It, there is so much more that is yet to come, and so I just, I'm just so. So when I said Holy Spirit power activate, I'm really just thankful and and grateful to Him, 
and bout it, bout it, to make myself yelling. <laughs> come on, come on, yelling. <laughs> Go get them. Sis, did you say bout it, bout it? <laughs> she did. Yes, ma'am, I said bout it, bout it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Mount up, Let's do I, I knew you was about that life, Gloria. I knew you was. I knew you was about that life. Heck of funny. Pastor Dion. Yeah. Um, all I can say is it, um, what you was just speaking on is just different for me. Um, it's deep, and I need to hear it again. It's it's just it's really different. I didn't know anything like this. That you are here, you were here, you were, and you will be. It's just it's just different. I'm just I'm here to learn and stuff, but. It's just like, wow, I'm just never heard nothing like this before. And just here to learn, that's all. Well, God be praised. Just keep preparing yourself to learn. Some stuff, if you if you surrender to the process and just let it. But I, I'll say it like this. I didn't know I was me. That's all. But I want to tell you this morning, I have a grand announcement. You already were you. All you got to do is be you. Who you are, you already were. Ask the Lord to show you who you were so that you can be. That makes sense? I know that's a lot. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. And it, it's it's so, not an easy revelation of existing. It's 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 not. So I asked God who I was already. Mhm. Who you already are. You are who you were. That's all. Hey Dion, I'm gonna chime in if I can. She's still she's still pondering that. <laughs> and oh, just, just just yeah, yeah, yeah. Just remember that he knew you before the foundation of the world. And so say, Lord, who 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 was I? Get there. Yeah. Yeah. I love it because we are spiritual beings just having an earthly encounter. <laughs> That's it. I'm going. I'm going on muses. <laughs> and and it's and it's temporary. The question you got to ask yourself, seriously, considering it's temporary. Read, look, Jeremiah one and five says, "I knew you before I formed you in the womb." That means you didn't have nobody in in heaven. If he knew you before he formed you, it mean you already existed. 
Got then you, you mess so around we, and read, read Psalms 139, 13 through 16, and, and then you like, well, hey, if I already was, then what am I trying to figure out what to be? If all I got to do is be, just be, quit tripping. So it's kind of like when he came down here to be in a human body. That's all. He already was. He left glory to come and be. And until it was time for him to move around, all he did was be who he was. That's all. Anybody else? I know that's a lot to register, and I'm telling you, I didn't get it until I got it. Some things are only given by revelation. Some things are only given by revelation. Not your intellect, not your wit. Some things are only given by revelation. Ask the Lord to reveal to you who you were before you got here. Just ask him to show you who you are. And then when he shows you, listen, that's overwhelming sometimes. It's more than what you can imagine in your humanity. It usually is a little bit scary because it's way bigger than what you could do on your own. Chances are it doesn't impact anything other than everybody that you're called to. It it may seem like it's not even really beneficial for you. But I'm telling you, if you just embrace what you don't understand, and stand in it, he said, occupy until I come. Look up the word occupy. That means dwell there. Okay, I got you. Anybody else? And if not, we can wrap up. It's 747. Going once, going twice, will God be praised. I pray that you have an encounter today. I pray that God would demonstrate his power and reaffirm what already was so that you can stop attempting to figure out was already resolved in the heavens, that you would begin to open up your heart so that you'd have the ability to receive the truth of who God is through your life, that his manifest presence 
would be released in the earth realm through your life fearlessly, unapologetically, with no bars held. So much so that literally people would begin to understand that he is. And he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him because your life is so intentional. Let him be God. Be okay with not having all the answers. Just pick up one foot and put it in front of the other. All you ever have to do is keep going. Just keep going. That's it. That being said, again, today is our fasting day. If you I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's please, okay. Please, please. Don't be sorry. Listen, listen, you know what I was doing, right? So this is Tanya. Um, the purpose, right? The purpose is not just about you finding your purpose so you can live a fulfilled life. The purpose, you finding and identifying your purpose, is also about helping people to identify theirs. Because trust me, God is not doing all that he's doing just to get you to a particular destination or a particular location. It's all related. It's all connected. It's all about kingdom building. So when I look at um, many of the epiphanies that Dion has had over our 20 plus year relationship as sister friends, sister graces, whatever you want to call it. Um, each of us being able to identify certain areas where we were and then taking a baby step. And now to be able to watch and listen to her take leaps <laughs> and just jump. Dion, do you remember when you told me, I think you were married to Michael and you had an epiphany. I think you were on the your balcony. And it had to do with free falling. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 it takes it it takes us being vulnerable, and it takes complete surrender to free fall. I'm talking to me first. It takes that. And so what I recognize even more today is that I'll I'll talk about me. My purpose is directly connected to the purpose of other people and helping them to identify and get to where they need to go. It has nothing to do necessarily with what I, whether I, you know, give a declaration or whether I do so, it might be a one-on-one -on -one thing, or it might be something that, it might be a book that I've released. It might be whatever, it might be some area that I've served in, but I believe that we are all connected. And so um, the more we delay, the more we delay others. That's yep. all. Yep. That that's that's every that's the problem. That's the whole. That's the part that we don't. Mm, imagine if I didn't know I was me today. Declare victory, and I'm gonna say it just like this because I can and I want to. Could have went straight to hell. Never. I don't want to do this no more, Jesus. These people get on my nerves. I'm sick of getting up. Uh, at three o'clock in the morning, I'm tired of not sleeping because I got all of the stuff that goes with it. I could have turned around and walked away. I I have no idea 
what I was doing when I started. I was free falling. I had no idea the the impact, not just that my life has had. Keeping in mind, I teach one time a week. I say something maybe twice, at max three times a week. I never knew any of any of this would cause me to evolve in this type of way. You guys have no idea how you've restructured my life by being present while I process. The level of accountability that I'm held to because you all are here, because your life exists, because you've been given this allotted time in this dispensation revolutionized my life. I'm the grateful one. I didn't know I was me. Y'all helped me find me. Y'all pushed me here. Every day for the last eight years, showing up here at 6 o'clock in the morning. And half of the time, I didn't feel like it. Do you understand? I just, I didn't realize I had surrendered to the process. See, now I'm not just surrendered, I'm submitted. That means to be under. I understand that my life impacts the lives of others. That is not I don't have a title. Y'all call me pastor. I've never, listen to this. I've never been ordained officially. Now will be, I'm sure, because that's what God does. I just don't require it. The fruit is eight years later, all the books, all the manuscripts, and the books are not the fruit. The fruit is the people who produce the products, the people who occupy the positions, the people who stand flat-footed and declare, I was, I am, and I will be, even after I'm gone. You are living epistles because you have the courage to show up. The highest version of yourself already exists. God is not doing anything, period. He is sitting on the throne governing our yeses. And one by one, you get to the other side of yes. You make an active decision to occupy now. It means that you don't talk about yesterday or history. You don't even talk about the future. You stand in now and live from there. It's a location. It has coordinates. He can find you wherever you are. Everything you need is. All you have to do is get the revelation of it and stand in it. Are you, do you hear what I'm saying? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't get that. Even even when watching it, I still was trying to figure out how is this happening? How is that happening? Today, I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to get up, and today, whatever's supposed to happen today, that's what I'm going to live in. I'm not worried about tomorrow. I don't care about yesterday. I'm living in this second. That's why we say what time it is. It is currently 7.58 a.m. I'm here right now. Right now, a light switch just went off in somebody. I don't have to worry about what happened yesterday. I don't care if you was molested. I don't care if you was raped. And I'm not saying it uncompassionately. I need you to hear what I'm saying. It happened. You survived it. Now what? 
Now, somebody who thinks they can't survive it needs to hear your story. I don't care if your husband cheated on you. Y'all still together? You'll be all right. Forgive. Move on. Y'all married? Look, testify with your relationship. And I'm not saying that cheating is okay. I'm not saying none of that. People don't realize who they are, so they operate as who they think they're supposed to be. Stop expecting to know what to do. Just be at this moment at 7.59. Once you get that, once you understand that's what it looks like to occupy, I occupy every single second I stand in. And when I walk in a room, it shifts because I'm there, because I recognize I'm a spirit sent by God. I'm not being led anywhere. I go where I'm sent. That's it. I'll, I'll show up nowhere randomly. Every single place I go, I'm ordered. You too. All you got to do is say, God, what's supposed to happen in this second? Not next week. There are things you're asking God for next year. He ain't sudden next year. God is a right now, this second, this minute, this second was already ordered. Ask for what's ordered for this second. This second, I'm ordering revelation to happen in your heart and in your mind and in the eyes of your understanding, according to Psalms 130, 119. The entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding. God, give them a revelation of who you are, of who they are in you, and what they were created to do. And all you got to do is be. And that could be your prayer. Lord, teach me how to be. I just be, y'all. I'm so unconcerned. Like, it scares me a little bit. Like, sometimes I don't recognize me. Like, what's your name? Where did you come from? I could have been this. What? That's all I'm saying. Amen. I hope that helps somebody. Amen. That being said, if there's nothing else, listen, I love you. But I promise he loves you more. And there's nothing to do but be. That's it. Just. Be and watch God blow your mind with his isness that already was, that always will be. I love you guys, but I promise he loves you most. I'll hear you at 5 o'clock for those of you that are fasting. Otherwise, we'll hear you tomorrow morning. Have an amazing day on purpose. And everywhere you go, know this, you are all you got to do is be. Have a good day, guys. God bless everyone. Have a great day. Have a good day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Peace and blessings from the ladies.